0: Everything paranormal, Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guest do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors.
2: We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show.
1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Gathering Radio Show on the ParaX
2: Radio Network. This is Heidi. And this is Steph. And welcome to this Team Tuesday. Woohoo. Yes, this definitely be fun. fun look, looking forward to a Team Tuesday. We haven't had I one know. for a while, so it's a good time of year to have it. For you sure. know what, Heidi? It's been a long time, I think, since we've had a Team Tuesday, right? Yeah. I'm thinking... Well, we've had so many other things going on. So I know. It was, I know. It was I know. So this is super fun. I love it.
1: So how are you? I am good. In the throes of the season, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween right around the corner. It was hard to process. I have my Halloween open house next week,
2: mm-hmm. and I
1: I was talking with some. Uh, who was I talking to? Oh, I was talking to my mom. Like I'm talking to someone. Like I didn't know who it was. I was talking to my mom yesterday, and uh, she said it's next week because she's coming to help me work it mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, No, it's the week after. She said, Really? And I looked at the calendar. and I thought, Oh, oh. my gosh, it's just flying
2: by. Oh, this gosh. month is just I wild. Know. I know. I mean, it's October 18th. I feel like it was just October 1st, you know? Yeah. It is
1: crazy how fast it's going. So, oh yeah, it's just, um, there's so much going
2: on. It makes your head spin, but that's the fun of it, too. And it's, you know, and next week we're going to be in your studio for the show. And Yeah, we are. We're going to invite a few people for the Halloween show. So, yes. I don't know. I might just show up in a witch's hat or something fun, you know? You just never I am know. I'm
1: going to have it on because I will have like four of them there yeah <laughs> I've got see? my witches hats to choose from so I'm gonna have to decide which one I want to wear I know but I know of course, it'll, have my it'll be
2: super hat fun on. yeah no so it'll be awesome and we haven't been in the studio now for a long time it's been a while it's been a while yeah
1: it's been a while so we're due we haven't been into the new studio to do the to do the show radio oh. show no no oh. not from the new one so That's I'm excited crazy. for that
2: Yes, it'll be yeah. really fun. So, yeah. And hey, I have some super news to share about Tokate or Lolita or, or Scali Choktanat, whatever you want to call her. She has many names, but her, her health has improved a whole lot and she's eating and she's more active. And it sounds like the aquarium is on board to bring her home to the Salish Sea. Yes. Yay. Oh my gosh! I was so excited to hear that we were at our event on Friday night, and Casey texted me and she said, "Mom, look at the Lolita page." And I'm like, "Why is she okay?" I mean, I'm like, "Oh my god!" And she said, "Just, just look, you know." And you know, here Howard and Annette and Alejandro were all watching this newscast and so excited. And I texted Howard. I said, "Oh my god, Howard!" And he's like, "Oh, Steph, this is such a step, you know." And I'm like, oh. I'm so, I'm so happy and so excited and overjoyed, you know? It's very cool.
1: It's I very know. cool. I
3: and
2: know. yes, I'm sure all the,
1: her whale family is feeling it and mm-hmm. clapping their,
2: do they clap their flippers together? Let's oh. say they do. Let's say that oh. they're doing that. Oh, yes. In celebration. I know it. And and that actually is going to be down at the Miami Sequarium this, this weekend, um, I don't know if she gets to visit with Toki or not, but you know, Raynell who's been on our show is, was invited back. I think she's going back next weekend, maybe with one of the other elders and they're going to do another native healing session on Toki. They've done one already. So, Oh yeah, this is well. It's good after she has been not doing well. So yes, yes. So this is it. We're going to get her home. So I'm so excited about that. So good news. And look, everyone's in the chat rooms. Like it's a, about time, you know. It's true. I mean, goodness. Overdue, by a know. long shot. I'm hoping maybe we can get Howard and maybe Annette and um, Raynell to come on the show next month. Tell us what's going on, and they'll have been there. Not Howard, but I mean, Howard won't have been there, but both Annette and Raynell will have been there. So, yeah, let's see if we can get them on, but. But anyway, so today is Team Tuesday. So we have Search for Spirits on the show with us tonight and we have Russ and Mark. So welcome to the gathering you guys.
0: Thanks for having us. Hey, hello.
2: Yeah. Hey guys, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> it's super fun and we we all were together this weekend for the Para Connection Para Expo and it was so fun and <laughs> we were so tired. <laughs> By the time it was over, um, but met a whole lot of really cool people and just we had a couple of super investigations and the whole event was just amazing. And you guys did a fabulous job. Can I just say we all did a great job? Right? As did you. Yes. Mm-hmm. As did you. Yeah, it was fun. It was really a huge success and super fun. Um, so, Heidi, I'll let you ask because I know these guys. So maybe you should you should ask First question. How about that?
1: Well, I would love to ask some questions because I love hearing the stories uh, from investigators on how they got started, what got you guys into this, and how long you've been doing it. So let's start with the basics for everybody out there who doesn't know you. How did you get into this, and and how long ago
0: was it? So Russ and I got together um, probably about seven years ago. Um, Russ had started the team about three years before that, so we're over 10 years into it now. As a as a group, <clears throat> but we had a mutual friend that um, you know we would both talk to about the paranormal, and she uh, said, "Hey, why don't you guys get together and and uh, you know talk about that stuff?" And we've been doing it ever since. Cool. Right. So
1: so, what about individually? You guys came together a few years ago, or what? Ten years ago, correct?
3: Yeah, was, we're in our eleventh year. So okay. Um, I guess the, the essence of paranormal for myself and, and, and Mark's story is similar, but I'll let him tell his story. It's just the fact that um, it started probably when I was about four years old with just a few unusual things that I couldn't explain. And I didn't realize until many years later, looking back, that I'm like, wow, that was really weird. And, you know, at the time, I was just young and just didn't understand it. And and but one of the big things was I was having a lot of dreams with spirits, uh, deceased souls in them, and 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 that just kept driving me towards this day to day. I mean that constant uh, contact every year. Like I say, it wasn't always there like it is now, but through through the years there was always something happening every year. That looking back, I'm like I've had this contact. Probably since I was four or five years old.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Well, let's uh, let's hear the other half now. We got to hear both sides.
0: <laughs> yeah, certainly. Um, mine started when I was young as well. Um, you know, anywhere from seeing the uh, the tall, you know, shadow figure in my doorway. Um, one time, my my mom had hung a uh, spider plant in my room. And it burst out into, f- like, flies, like a like a haze mm-hmm. of flies. It was, yeah, it was kind of crazy. But, yeah, I saw a lot of things, um, nightmares. And, you know, as I got older, I kind of just decided I want to help people with that. And, and uh, here we are. Mm-hmm.
1: So young for you as well.
0: Yes, yeah, I would say probably <clears throat> around that five-year-old mark.
1: Okay. And, you know, that sounds similar to a lot of paranormal investigators when you know the ones that really saw things uh, intuitively or you know could see things uh, psychically or whatever uh, starts pretty young it seems Um, you know and then of course a lot of people get involved because they want to have interactions or they have something maybe at an older age but it's interesting that you both had experiences Mm -hmm. uh, that you could see things from a young age and had those kind of visions or dreams or you know things like that so that's kind of a, a cool similarity,
2: I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And Heidi, I'm thinking you may have met Russ when I did because he came to Bigfoot Days. Uh, you might have been there. You may not have met him, but he came to our table and that's how that's how I met him like a oh. years ago, like five, yeah. six years ago, maybe. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. So I they do... Paracon as well, didn't we in Duluth? Paracon, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. We saw. I mean, that change. was
2: five or six years ago, too, right? I mean, all these things have been a lot of years ago. <laughs> but um, yes, and I think, and they'll be at uh, the Para. What Unity. Is it para Unity at the end of the month as well. So, and are you going to be there, Heidi? You're going to be there, right? No, I. Uh, w- they moved it in June. Yeah. Last
1: year they scheduled it for um, end of September. Yep. And then in June they moved it to end of October, yeah. and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. I've be- had that weekend booked forever. So no, I know uh, I, I'm not going to be at that one. So I'm bummed that I won't be there. Yeah. But, um, I'll, you know, if they can not do it at the busiest weekend of the year, that would be right. fantastic. And then I can go. the
2: weekend, yeah. <laughs> I'm like really, that weekend, all the weekends yeah. for paranormal yeah. investigator. Kind of crazy, right? Yeah, but um, anyway, so that's so. And so you guys also do bigfoot research, which Heidi was a used to be a squatcher. Well, as far as I'm concerned, anytime she wants to come back, she can. But you know, thank you. She was, she was busy. <laughs> yeah. You know that you're alumni. Anytime you want to come back, you just let me know. But um, and you guys search for bigfoot as well.
3: Yeah, we have kind of uh, a team saying we call it search for sasquatch. Uh, whether it be Bigfoot or whatever it may be in the different parts of the country, we're interested in that whole element of cryptid-type research. And we've kind of gotten driven to it. You know, I'd always been interested, but uh, we were driven to it by just people wanting us to come up and investigate different uh, situations. And all of a sudden, the story started coming out from this person and that. And and it's really flourished. Uh um, mm-hmm. Into something spectacular, and we really enjoy it.
0: Yeah, and we do a year, yearly event where we bring a few people in and crop around the woods in the dark. It's a lot of fun. Go ahead.
3: Oh, go ahead. I said, and we've had some pretty interesting experiences, too. You know, it's just amazing, this stuff. And w- whatever it might be, but in the woods, late at night, in certain conditions, There's just a lot of crazy stuff going on. It's no wonder people have been scared about the dark woods for, you know, 2,000 years or better because strange stuff goes on in the woods in the dark. That's Mm -hmm. just the way it is.
1: Well, and that's what I was going to ask you is what kind of stuff have you encountered? You know, what have you heard from people and what have you encountered?
3: We have uh, just, you know, out of just general evidence, uh, we've had uh, some real good responses when it comes to, kind of an unexplained howl, so to speak. And we spent a lot of time in the woods, and we know what most of them are, the coyotes and the wolves and this and the howls. But, you know, we've had some that we've recorded that can't be explained what type they are. Uh, I I think I just mentioned to Steph the other day, I said one of my favorite bits of evidence is we were in a spot where there wasn't a human being for miles, and we kept hearing rocks knocking together in a communication-type way. And, uh, I mean, there's there's absolutely nobody in this area.
1: Well, and you, you know that's not animals, so.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it ain't no beaver. Mark,
1: mark.
2: <laughs> I think you have to have a thumb, you know, to right. knock, knock <laughs> rocks together. Yeah.
3: But, you know, we've had wood knocks, and and we run into a lot of paranormal out there when we're searching for, mm-hmm. for Bigfoot. I mean, a lot of. Tell about the story by you that time the uh, name being Your known? name, yeah. Yeah,
0: so we were sitting there um, near this old trapper's cabin, maybe, and uh, we were just sitting around in a circle, kind of, and, and something whispered my name out loud, myself, and the person sitting next to me heard it, and I'm like, hey, did somebody whisper my name? Mm-hmm. But then later, we went out, um, Russ and I, during the day, it was like the, four months later. Well, four months later, um, it was in December, the snow was on the ground, and we're walking through the woods in the daylight. And my name is called through the through the woods. So, mm. that's- so again, again yes.
3: Wow. Yep. Yeah, wow. Totally different trip. You know, it was just yeah. and I mean, it's just it was just clear as a bell too. I mean, you it just, was. We both yeah. heard it like,
1: yeah. <laughs> Please tell me you were recording it.
3: <laughs> we were, and did we? Uh, did we? I don't. Know. The first time we the first time we were we, we did yeah. So yeah. you got it on a recording, and you get the reaction of everybody about it did you just hear it? or did you just call my name i mean so we actually i think we have it on video the whole process but oh. hearing the name is kind of hard to hear okay mm-hmm. but, but the bare ear has seemed easy to hear you know
2: mm-hmm. wow. awesome that's so that cool. is crazy and so so my question to you is what do you think bigfoot is do you think he's physical do you think he's interdimensional what are your thoughts
3: Interdimensional in my mind i th- I think that at any given time he can transfer in and out of visual existence uh, so to speak uh based on and what he's doing and and we say that basically because we have run into invisible type species in the woods, and potentially to us it is probably bigfoot yeah, mm-hmm. but you just you just don't see him. And we've been within, you know, 30, uh, 30 yards. Well, it was behind the tree that I was standing next to. Yeah. Yeah, we had one standing behind the tree, and we heard it messing with the tree. All the other trees in the woods were quiet. One tree was just acting crazy. Mark walks up to it, and what were you doing? Well, I was knocking on the tree. There were two trees, and I was knocking on one just to see
0: which tree it was. And I knocked on the second tree, and the thing just started moving, and it sounded huge, like 500 pounds, and it went running off into the woods. Yeah. And it was just smashing the ground Mm -hmm. as it running.
3: Yeah, and it ran at about 35, I I said yards, 35 feet from me at a 45-degree angle right in front of me. It's dusk, but there was nothing there to be seen except for the sound of the heavy footsteps hitting Mm -hmm. the ground as it passed by. And then Mm -hmm. as
0: we walked down the trail, it was circling us in the woods. Yeah. So. Checking you out. Yeah. Well, my favorite thing from that, we were doing a Facebook Live, and and this lady was typing into the thing just when we were hearing the knocking. She, she In all caps, she's like, get out of there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> we want to come closer. The best. Yeah, the best yeah that's why you have to stay. Yep. Exactly right, you know. But we've had that, too. I mean, and we've had we've had thermal cameras and everything and nothing shows up and you know there's something over there if here's what i say if it would have been a moose if it would have been a deer a cat something it would have showed up and there was nothing on our cameras you know so what was it yeah big heavy steps rustling around you know 10 feet away crazy and we've heard we've heard the sound heidi remember when we were up in our research area that time I don't remember how long ago that's been, but we heard, like, across the, across the wetlands. Yeah, that was, like, four years ago, probably. hmm hmm
1: And we heard that... I don't even know what it was. It was vocalization. That's
2: only... Yeah. Because I've heard other Bigfoot vocalizations, mm-hmm. and... It was the that same. That was it. Because you and I... What were we doing? We were doing some research or something together on the same thing. We were listening to the same thing, and we both looked at each other and said, "That's exactly what we heard." You know, mm-hmm. it was the movie that um, Culture Big. It wasn't Culture Big, but no, it was. It was. But it was one of his, yep. Bill Lancaster's movies. Yep. Yep.
1: yeah. It's cool when you hear those vocalizations, and you you know it's not an animal.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun, but yeah, lots of supernatural out there, and you know I've heard that if. You look through the corners of your eyes, peripheral vision, and not straight on. That you might get a might get a look at them. I mean, that's what I've been told. But it's hard to do that, right? Because you want to look, so then you look, and then it's whatever. You can't see it. But just trying. So.
3: Oh, we occasionally get these bright white flashes of light that appear prior to us recognizing the fact that there are something's on the ground near us and mm-hmm. uh, after the flash of light all of a sudden they'll start tracking along with us in the woods like just walking parallel mm-hmm. like as if they're just watching to see what we're doing
2: mhm mhm yeah the lights are the lights are interesting we've had that too you know and we've we've seen a lot of lights when bigfoot is close you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of You know, as paranormal investigators, if we ever see orbs that we think are true orbs, we always say it's indicative of supernatural energy. I think those lights are indicative of of Sasquatch, you know? I don't think it's, I don't think he's him, but, you know. Um, So Sherry in the chat room is asking, what about Dogman? What do you think about him?
3: Well, tell him about the story uh, out by New London out there, that creature we've seen.
0: Oh yeah, we were driving um away from a cemetery in a haunted road we had just checked out. And we were in an area where there's supposed to be a cryptid and it something ran across the road and it was I don't know how to describe it. It was like a mix between a cat and a human.
3: So not, not a dog
0: man, but or or maybe, I don't know, but it kinda slinked across the road really low and but fast. I don't know.
3: And just like it just was like slathered lathered in mud kinda oh. looking and it just were, it raced across, and we actually, not long after that, then somebody sent us a picture of some weird thing that happened in the uh, fog, that they had taken some pictures in the fog, and this weird creature showed up near their kids. And, uh, you know, so, it, like I say, there's just weird stuff all over. It's just a matter of when you happen to run into it. But I haven't seen Dog Man yet, so. I haven't seen Dog Man, no. So,
1: yeah. I'm, let me dial it back here for a second. Did you say a cross between a cat and a human?
0: That's what it looked like, yeah. yeah. Wow.
1: It,
0: it looked yeah. vaguely human, vaguely like, you know, like a mountain lion.
1: But on all fours,
0: right? Yeah, yeah it was on all fours going across the road, just really low cool. ground. And,
3: but it just had an odd shape to it. And and like then, I say, it was a dark color, and as if it had been <laughs> rolling in mud or hiding in mud. You know, as if it had been hiding in a mud hole. or I mean, it was just lathered with wet mud. Did
1: you, did you get out and follow it? <laughs>
3: no. It was heading across the swamps. at about 2 o'clock in the morning. So, no, mm. we didn't. Like we stop the car? Them. Anything? We did stop. <laughs> Come on. You did? Stop the car? Okay, because I'm like, dude.
1: <laughs> you've got to stop the car and at least look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we I shut mean...
3: lights out on it, trying to find it and see if we could... Catch a better glimpse of it. But it was swamp on both sides. Yeah, so. a heavy swamp, just thick, wet, you know, and
2: uh, mm-hmm.
3: lost for sure. But that's okay sometimes, too.
2: A lot of strange things in the swamps, you yeah. know. And I think the reason is, is because it's hard for humans to get through it. Yep.
3: Right. Absolutely. So
2: it's easy to hide. Well, and, you know, in swamps, there's just so much life and death, right? They're actually very rare with crazy things a life too you know what i mean so but yeah that's interesting half kind
3: of cat human height kind of thing
2: ah that's cool did you ever go back and look
3: for it you guys no we never did we never did get back there um i don't know if it was caseload at the time or what it was that we never went back but uh, Mm next year (laughs) next year it is but that that area in general yeah that there's there's a few roads out in that area that have a tendency to have more activity. And uh, we've gotten a lot of calls from that area, pictures, uh, stories, over the years.
2: Very cool. Wow. I'm still Very. trying to, like, process. I know, me too. <laughs> trying to think of what that would look like, yeah. Interesting, because we all have seen, you know, like, dog man illustrations and stuff. and But, but that's something, a totally different animal in there, you know?
3: But yeah, I have sorry. not
2: heard that kind of description before, so that's Ooh. cool. We've heard so many weird stories, though, Heidi. You know, people tell us some crazy things, you know, like that bird. Have you guys ever heard about the bird that has the human face? Yeah, I've heard
0: about
2: that. Have you? Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah, I've heard about that. And they're like the size of a eagle or an owl, and they turn around and they have this human face. What is that? I want to see one, for sure. <laughs>
3: um, I saw two owls in the wood once in the woods when I was younger and uh the thing was they looked almost like a monkey face cuz they had more it was more of a skin and they didn't have like all the feathers Ooh. and there was two of them and that was one of the years that they said so many came down from Canada I spent a long time trying to research to find out what owl I mean they were definitely owls but their faces didn't have, you know, like the feathers on them like most owls do. Oh, it was it more like a thick skin. Oh. And uh, it was very unusual. And I've never been able to identify them to this day. And I've never mm. ever seen them again since.
2: Isn't that interesting? Yeah.
3: know. I've never that's heard about rude. that either. So maybe that's you what know, they mean by the human, humanoid face.
2: It could be. It could be. But, um Yeah. No, I know snowy owls were really coming into Minnesota for a while because it was you know whatever was going on up in Canada, and they're beautiful i've seen them too, really? um, but yeah, skin hmm. Hmm. interesting um, Sherry's saying, could they be invisible too? I think she's back to dog man. yeah i think I think all of these creatures are that are maybe interdimensional can also be invisible, and I think if I think if we look through our peripherals, we might be able to see them. That's what I've been told anyway. What do you what guys do you think?
0: Good? Yeah, what do oh, you guys sorry. think, Heidi? <laughs> as far as seeing them?
1: Yeah, um, and you being know. invisible too.
0: Well, well, so now they do show up, I mean, big as life to different people. And we've interviewed people that one lady saw it come. it walked right in front of her car on a highway and she stopped and it walked right down the side of it. So she saw it. Mm-hmm. Big as life, you know, straight mm-hmm. on. So they do they do reveal themselves as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. By choice, I think, don't you?
3: Probably. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. They can choose when to you know, mm-hmm. be seen and or who? not seen.
3: Yeah. When and who the and and like I say, that's that's paranormal, too. I mean, yep. uh, deceased souls are the same way. They can appear if they want to, and uh, they will appear to somebody. And we've been, you know, everybody's been to a situation like that where you go to a house call and one, maybe the wife or the husband has been experiencing stuff for five, six, seven years, and the spouse has never experienced a single thing. hmm Ever. Mm-hmm. I know.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, they, it's like, um, they're discerning, you know, Mm -hmm. so,
2: yeah, yeah. we have run into that quite often, for sure, interesting.
0: Yeah, this last Bigfoot hunt, I saw two spirits while we were cleaning up, one stood at the end of the trail, kind of to the left of us, and then one was standing next to Russ, it was peeking behind, it was like a tree that had fallen down. And mm-hmm. uh, then Russ and I ran over there and we heard it messing around in the woods. And it kind of made a weird... Oh,
3: we heard it kind of a, Yeah, it made a real... Kind little, of a weird, weird little... Weird sound at us. Ugly <laughs> hooah type sound. Well, kind of you guys probably, well, wait a
1: minute. You said you heard spirits or did you? was it Bigfoot?
0: No, I, I saw two spirits.
1: So you it, saw I, spirits
0: while you are looking for Bigfoot. Yeah, while well, we were looking for Bigfoot. Um, we were just yeah. wrapping up and in our kind of where we set up our base, just down the trail I saw one standing um, in the middle of the trail looking at us. And then Russ was down taking down a camera and just on just to the right of him was another spirit looking over a tree and uh, that's the one that made the sound.
3: And we picked wow. up a bunch of EVPs <clears throat> from that spot. Enough EVPs that we took a After we cleaned up everything, we just took a moment and just, uh, you know, asked if uh, any of them wanted to cross over, you know, and just kind of gave them an opportunity to cross over as long as, you know, it's hard to say what they're doing there, but.
1: Mm -hmm. What did they look like? I'm curious.
3: So the one was just
0: basically a shape, you know, just, it was a human shape. It was black. Okay. So I didn't see any features. It was just a a shadow, shadow man, you know, just standing. Yep. And then the same with the other one, it was just, all I saw was a head pop up, and I'm like, Russ, look to your whatever um, way, and uh, it had just popped up, and it popped back down, so I didn't really get to see it very much. I just saw, like, a head pop up. That's and interesting.
3: Down, down that trail, when I went down, and I was on that, see, what we had is we had a a, a base station where they did the calls. And we went out like cameras. And uh, so we went out in kind of a perimeter with two-man teams. And we were just short one person, so I went out by myself. And I got out there, and I was about ready to sit down. I heard this large stick break, very large stick. And uh, one of the spirits, because I've listened to this audio already, was in the vicinity. And, And one of the spirits says something like, is that Bigfoot? And then another spirit, potentially a second spirit, re- responds. It can't hurt us.
1: Mm. Oh, cool! That is cool. And no, I don't. If I missed it, was this during the day or at nighttime?
3: This was at night. This is the night Daytime. one. Um, oh, we night. Do, we do okay. a day and a night, but this was during the night one.
1: Okay. So, oh, okay. Okay. But when you saw him, was it day or night?
3: It was nighttime. Okay. When I saw those two
0: spirits. It was nighttime. Got it. Okay. We we had a moon, but it was still, mm-hmm. you know, it was still pretty dark. dark.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool. cool. It's dark. Always, always dark in those woods up in the Chippewa Forest. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. It is interesting. I love it. I love hearing stories like this because you know we run into this stuff all the time too. You know, so it's it's good to get this verification. <laughs> you know, for us too that we're not well. And I I like the.
1: When you mentioned that the spirit said that they can't hurt us.
2: Yes, I love it.
1: And just saying, like, they're aware of what you guys are doing there, Mm -hmm. these spirits. And so they're interacting with your whole, everything that you're doing. They're Mm -hmm. like a part of it. I -hmm. think that's interesting. That's fascinating. It is. I love it.
2: Okay, well, you know, we've blown past our 30-minute 30 minute mark so we will go to commercial break and this is the gathering radio show on the parax radio network in order for the light to shine so brightly the darkness must be present tune in every monday at 10 o'clock for dark sun rising on the parax
1: radio network
2: Heidi, have you listened to The Calling lately? Why, yes, Steph, I have. It's really good. Have you? Absolutely. It's what I would say is a wild and woolly affair. So does that mean it's a wild and woolly Wednesday show? (laughs) Well, I definitely think that that's true.
1: So you know we listen, since The Calling is the sibling show
2: to our show, The Gathering. Listen to The Calling Radio Show with Jerry and Kimberly Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the ParaX Radio Network.
1: Hi, this is Marla Brooks from Stirring the Cauldron. Thursdays are a great night on the ParaX Radio Network. On the first and third Thursdays of the month at 8 p.m., it's Tango and Friends, hosted by Bruce Tango. And on the alternate Thursdays at 8 p.m., tune in to Stirring the Cauldron, the archive podcast. Every week at 9 p.m. Eastern, join me on Stirring the Cauldron Live. And then at 10 p.m., stick around for New Aeon Now with Lily Alley, Davron Michaels, and Christine Matza. Finally, to round out the night, join Dr. Kelly Renee Schutz on the Paranormal Encounters podcast. All this, every Thursday, right here on Para X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. We have Search for Spirits on with us tonight. Russ and Mark are here sharing their stories about paranormal. And we've had some pretty cool stories from you guys so far. So thank you so much for joining us here tonight.
3: It's our pleasure. Absolutely.
1: So here's what I heard from someone in the chat room who can't post the link on the chat room. Uh, going back to the owls with the faces, uh, this Cindy sent me a message saying that she did a quick search and found owls without feathers on face could be baby barn owls, and oh. they're definitely, she said, they're definitely weird looking, but it's not letting her share the link in the chat room. So, we're going to try and find, uh, I'll see if I can get the link uh, elsewhere yeah. and uh, post it in the chat room, but that, I don't know. I got to see an image of this. I'm going to have to try and find it, and I'll post it in the chat room.
2: Well, you know, when you said that, I thought of the barn owls, but I've never seen a baby barn owl, so I don't I don't know if they're, oh, they do. Oh, okay, look, here's a picture. Okay, You'll here have we go. To post it. They do kind of, let's see if we can put this in the chat chat room. Um, Let's see. Oh, wow. It's a huge, it's a huge link. Oh, maybe it won't. Oh, maybe it won't. Oh, there it is. I mean, it's like 20
3: lines.
2: (laughs) Uh Uh, Yep. Oh, yeah. They look weird. I mean, they do kind of, they do kind of look kind of, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, but it wouldn't be very big though, Russ. How big was this owl that you saw?
3: They were potentially about, you know, it's hard to measure. They're up in a tree.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: These were full-grown adults, probably a male and a female. Okay.
2: so I couldn't identify uh, them.
3: And there's no doubt in my mind that there's species of owls or other things that probably mm-hmm. haven't
2: documented, been evidence. identified
3: or documented yet. Yeah. Um, I'm sure these have it. Yeah, but uh, they you've sure just never seen
2: it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that was nothing at all. These had big, dark, brown, leathery faces, and they were full-grown adult wow. owls.
2: Weird. Crazy. Crazy.
3: Like I said, I've seen plenty of owls in my life. As a matter of fact, I've seen so many. I have a, a whole article on it online about all the different owl experiences mm-hmm. I've had. And mm-hmm. uh, so I've seen plenty, and these were like nothing I'd ever seen before. And just okay. huge
2: They are just huge, big things. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. I wonder what they were.
1: Um, You know, but it isn't surprising considering how vast our planet is and just, mm -hmm. we can't cover the whole thing. I mean, we we just can't find, they're discovering new species every day in the rainforest, right? I mean, they're so, so I can't imagine in our north woods, you know, with how vast it is and how, I mean, it, how much territory it covers even just in our own state here mm-hmm. there could be things that we haven't discovered yet or things that again you know like we've been talking about some of these beings going interdimensional what if it's yeah. not something from this place you know what if it's something that comes and goes and mm-hmm. you know it has some kind of features like bigfoot kind of looks like a human mm-hmm. you know it kind of has that humanoid type physique but mm-hmm. why would a you know if we have something that looks like an owl and then something's inter you know, that's interdimensional, that looks like an owl, but isn't really kind of like Bigfoot isn't really human, Mm -hmm. you know, so this really isn't an owl, even though it kind of looks like one, but it has a different kind of face. I mean, why not? Why couldn't it be? Yeah, it's interesting.
3: There's the potential for hundreds of thousands of species that are interdimensional that are just barely, you know, just rarely seen. Uh, Mm -hmm. The big cats, they're around and people spend their entire life in the woods Never, ever see a single wild cat. hmm You know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I know. I know. And yet, they're seen all the time. I mean, you know, even down here in the cities, you know, they're close. We find their footprints all the time. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen one. But that's why we always look up, though, because we want to make sure they're not up there waiting to pounce. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, tell me this. So... What is your favorite all time case that you guys have been on? Because it was exciting and invigorating and cool stuff happened. There's They're so thinking the world. A few. So many.
3: I think we had a case down by, I think it was Corvusso or somewhere, some small town down that way. Yeah, it was all in the country. And we picked up some audio there that was just beyond description. Um, The house didn't have much furniture in it at all. And you could hear the voices coming from the floor. And if you were in the basement, in the crawl basement, you could hear the voices coming from above. The voices were in the fabric of the floor of that house. But not only that, we were getting picking up what sounded like the, through our audio and and video ham radio type noises as if somebody was sitting there with a ham radio and all these baby crying. Uh, we had uh clock ticking oh. clock ticking, Just, um dinosaur toys, parties from the nineteen seventies going on and all this um copy machines with paper running out of it real fast, all of these insane sounds coming out of what a scratchy ham radio type but nothing existed the actual homeowner sat there in the living room completely silent the entire time Mm. and and we never heard it and he never heard it but upon playing back the audio it was absolute insanity the uh intense structure of these noises in a place that's way out in the middle of nowhere and we caught a figure in the kitchen while we were all outside actually two we we saw two people walk through the kitchen and out the door of the kitchen and mark and i were both watching the video at that time watching uh about a day or two later and i said there we go and mark's like wait that ain't us and i looked closer and i realized that it's not us and it wasn't the owner, and it wasn't neither he. But I said, well, let's go back and watch it again. So we rewinded the material, the video, and tried to watch it over. And that part had completely disappeared. Yep, never we never, before. ever saw it again. What? The two, the two strangers wow. that walked in the video, um, right before our eyes, we were both sitting there, both saw it. And, and that video didn't exist after that moment in time.
2: It oh, never- wow. How do you explain that? That's
1: interesting.
3: Yeah, it's quite a bit. It's happened quite a few times, actually to us over the years.:
1: that oh. your video gets like deleted?
3: Well,
0: yeah, like a part of it disappears. you know it, it's, it doesn't it's not like it ends, but it just it keeps mm-hmm. going,
3: but whatever we we're seeing is gone.: just
1: isn't there.
0: Right
3: Yeah, the people or the shadow <clears throat> figures disappear. We had five people on investigation watching cameras. They saw two shadow figures run down the hallway. We rewinded it right on the spot, tried to watch it, it didn't exist. They all saw it through the uh big through the cameras through the cameras, you know on big screen, but when <laughs> we went to rewind it, those shadow figures did not exist anymore, and the tape didn't end stop and nothing. It was it ran like normal, but wow. the figures were no longer existent on the video, and that's happened in audio. I always had a case. You're going to get me going now. I won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I was at, at a case one time. And uh, afterwards, you know, that next week afterwards, I was going to say, there were five people or five spirits potentially, uh, lost souls at this site. And we were investigating it. And, and I would put it onto my computer. Every time I put it on my computer, well, the first time I did it, it said, well, there were three spirits. I said, I swore I said five, so I recorded myself again. I held the camera out in front of me. I said, There were five spirits on that farm. And I put it and I put the disc back in and I put it onto the video and I hit play on the video. There were three spirits on that. It was my voice and everything. I did it three times and all three times I said five. All three times it came out and said three. So the last time I said, apparently there are three <laughs> tiers that on that farm. Wow! Because it would not let me say five. It kept changing my words, and when it went on a computer, it always said three.
1: And that's the same place that the two disappeared.
3: No, that was probably a different. Scenario. Oh, a
1: different place. I was going to say that would have been really weird. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
3: That, that was yet a different case, but. So at that farm too, we were
0: upstairs and. Uh, um,
3: I had oh, laid down God.
0: on the floor <laughs> and I started to doze off and Russ was sitting on the wall and he's like, Hey Mark. pitch black, and it's pitch black up there. He's like, Hey, do you see that? And I opened my eyes and there's these stringy lit things, head pulley, just floating six to eight inches long, around, like right above my head. And then I'm like, yeah, they're right in front of your face. Now I just like flew right in front of his face and they were stringy and they glowed
3: And when they went by and they floated by, you felt like as if a hand swooshed the air in your face. You could feel them as it came close and turned and went the other direction. And then there'd be a little gust of wind against your face.
1: Wow. So what was that?
3: Good question.
1: (laughs) Have you ever seen it before or since?
3: We've seen it since. Maybe not not often, though. Not before that. Not before. That was the first time. But maybe only twice all these years. Where I've seen that mm-hmm. type of interesting yeah. string species. Like a big tadpole, really about the size of a tadpole, with a big string, about a six inch string attached to his butt, and it just floating, just whipping around in the air like nobody's business. Two, three, four of them in a bunch. Yeah.
2: Okay. Wow. So Muthi says it the best. She says, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel
3: the same way. Ek, ek, ek they didn't do
1: anything they just moved on through
3: yeah they just were floating around like orbs just not only that's you could see crazy. them and uh, but
0: yeah they were going in front of like just in front of both of us just back and forth for a little bit and then they were gone just like
1: swimming mm-hmm. in a
3: fish tank yeah
1: and were they glowing or
3: uh, yes glowing? Okay. I mean not bright bright but no. just but enough that's how you could, that see, you them. could see them yeah okay That's
2: crazy huh.
3: that was wow
2: nuts. I mean, you know, we've seen weird things like things coming down the walls and yeah, get, icky stuff like that, oily things, but I've never seen any glowy tadpoles. That's a new one for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't say I've heard that before. That's Mm-mm. interesting.
2: Mm-mm. Yeah.
0: So that was cool. Place, yeah.
2: But I don't, you know, I mean, it sounds like they were kind of touching you too, and I don't know that I would like that much either. <laughs> Just saying. Well, that I wouldn't mind because I'd want to figure out what they were, so you know, touching them might help
1: figure out, but, well, clearly you guys don't know still because that didn't help, mm-hmm. did it, to yeah. kind of feel it? Hmm. Yeah. Ooh. It was mm. an
3: unusual case. Um, there was... Uh, Mark was laying down on his back, and this is probably getting to be about 3, 4 in the morning. I mean, we spent a lot of time there because we just kept having activity of different types. and uh, And something... While he was laying there with his eyes closed, because, you know, we're a little tired, but we're listening, and we're sensing and meditating, mm-hmm. and there was a flashlight shining around on him, a light that was, like, checking him out, but, yeah, I mean, it wasn't me, and I was the only other one. And I didn't see it. Yeah, he didn't see it, but you could see this, this bright light coming down and shining around uh, by his hand and looking at the equipment, but, I mean, there was nobody there. Wow creepy
2: that's just creepy weird yeah. I'd have been yeah, totally weird. as you guys know I would have said okay I'm out of here <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, well some of that like I say we didn't see until you're watching the video after mm-hmm. and uh, I called Mark up I was about I about climbed through the phone I was so fired up about all the stuff I was catching and seeing mm, and hearing yeah. and I'm like you gotta come over Oh, gosh. <laughs>
2: well, the, well,
1: yeah, well, the that. that my gosh. Oh, well, when you
2: find stuff, I mean, that's like the funnest thing ever, right? Oh my gosh. You know, we go through hours Especially and hours something of this you haven't stuff seen before. Yes. That's, yeah. That is cool beans for sure. Oofta. But I can't say I've ever yeah, that's all new stuff for, that I've heard about, too. Um, what? Okay, so I have another question. What was your most frightening case that you guys have been on? What scared you?
0: So we were doing a, uh, it was a, it was down in a small town. It was a creamery or something. And I was trying to take a picture of this room. I had it red lit. It had sagging paint. Um, I didn't realize everybody had walked off. So it was just me down this, you know, weird little hallway. And, um, so I was getting the shot set up because I was going to post it. You know, I thought, well, oh, that's pretty cool for Halloween. And all of a sudden it sounded like something was dragging a body. It was that, that, mm-hmm. that kind of depth of sound that mm-hmm. was like right next to me. I don't know if it was in the little room next to me or next to me in the hallway, but it startled me enough. I actually ran and uh, his oh. cousin was watching the video. He was like, I've never seen you react like that to anything. I'm like, well, it startled me, okay, mm-hmm. so, you know?
2: Yeah. That's cool. How about you, Russ? What's your most frightening thing ever that you've encountered?
3: I, I think my most frightening was um, there was this theater and bar that I had gone to. And this is before I really had a lot of people helping me. And uh, so I, I, I had an agreement with the guy to meet me like at like 3.34 <coughs> in the morning, like one oh. of the owners. Because you couldn't do it at night because there was just so much noise. I said, I need this space right now. Mm-hmm. In, in the silence of the night. And so he met me there and he went off and sat and did some bills or something in some room. And uh, I was working on that case by myself. And all I could say is I felt like all of the energy in that place was just, all over me, like I was probably the only one in there, and it just hung on me like damp clothes.
2: Mm-hmm. And I just
3: felt almost feverish—not with fear, but with that deceased energy just hanging on you.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was
3: just—it was just so unnerving that I—I I, I mean, I made it through the entire time I intended to be there. And I try to keep focused on what my purposes is and what my goals were, and 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 trying to get the evidence and stuff. But uh, I just remember that entire morning being the only one in this four-story building, and it was just it just creeped me out the entire time. And nothing really immensely crazy happened. Mm-hmm. Just the feeling of it, and it was just odd. You know, the metal door at Melbourne got you too. <clears throat> Well, I wasn't afraid. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> you ran down the stairs. <laughs> I was excited about the evidence.
0: Yeah.
3: And yeah. I had a door slamming in my face at Melbourne one time. Meldor, yeah. <laughs> and I was, well, you heard it downstairs. I did. It was yes. loud enough. And, and then Russ
0: thought it what was cool. you? And then he was a little uh, concerned that he was locked in. Well,
3: yeah. The problem was, is the fact that I was on the side of the door that... W- I was locked away from everybody else that was there. So I was on one of the hallways, and uh, when the door closed, it essentially shut me off from the rest of the people, the two teams that were there. And I was the only one on that entire hallway all of a sudden. And uh, I'm like, whoa, whoa, so we got something going on here, I said. And suddenly it dawned on me that perhaps that door could be locked, and I'm locked (laughs) on this side of it. And I can't get, you know, I have no route to safety, yeah. or, and uh, so for a brief moment, I rushed over and I just grabbed the door and whipped it open, and you know, to my joy, it was mm-hmm. open. It mm-hmm. wasn't, it didn't lock. It wasn't stuck mm-hmm. shut, or, and mm-hmm. then I ran down the stairs. I'm like, Mark, you can't believe what just happened. <laughs> yeah. He says, I heard it. But the crazy yeah. thing is <clears throat> that door was
0: held open by this hammer. Oh, so it took a lot of force to slam that door.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. That's cool. So, now, yeah, I've never been to Melbourne Manor. Heidi, is that the one that you guys went to last year?
1: Uh, no, we, Melbourne. No, no, we were at um, Ashmore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember.
2: Cool. Well, that's a good story. There's
3: so many little places out there. It's really hardly reasonable to even make it to all of them. You know, I mean, there's just so many little joints all over the place. Every month somebody tells me about a new one and it's. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, they're they're everywhere. We just can't do it all, you Mm -hmm. know. So we could try. We can try. Uh
3: Yes, we can try. (laughs) Well, the last two years we've done 45 plus homes and businesses. And so we're out on the road so much doing those types of things that the the larger and more popular places we don't always find time to get to those. Mm-hmm. But occasionally we do.
2: hmm Those are the fun ones, you know. Yep. Um so so what so what are you guys doing for Halloween? I know you guys are doing a lot of tours, right?
0: Correct, huh. yeah, we're giving tours at um, the Thayer in Albany. And uh, Annandale.
3: I mean, what, a El- I gonna El- Albany? I was going to say Albany. Thayer Hotel yep. in Annandale. Yeah, Annandale. Mm-hmm. yeah, next, well, we're actually tomorrow night, as well as 25, 26, 27, we're doing tours three nights next week as well.
0: Mm-hmm. But the big one that's gonna be a blast is uh we're doing the radio show with Kelly and Wood on Friday night. Right. You know, the Friday night before Halloween. And we're we've got a business downtown in Saint Cloud and we're gonna do a Facebook live
3: with those guys down there. Yeah, so it's kind of a kind of somewhat of a surprise at this point. I, I know they're gonna announce it pretty soon, so I'd hate to announce it before they do. Mm-hmm. But uh it's a pretty big well known place in town and uh it's gonna be crazy.
0: Yeah. Nice. Oh, sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah, we did a like Halloween
3: fun. show last year with
0: them at their uh, radio. Um, at the radio station, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah that was a lot of fun. So.
2: Mm-hmm. So lots of crazy stuff. You yeah. guys are busy, too. It's just that, that time of year now, right?
3: So we'll be rolling into the pair Unity with about three hours of sleep. <laughs>
2: we'll we'll have to put toothpicks in your eyeballs so you can hold them
3: (laughs) I'm glad we're not speaking till Sunday so because I said I can't do Saturday
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh yeah well fun stuff so um, where can if people want to look you up on the web where can they find you
3: search for spirits and it's all one word and it's the number four, you know, not written out for, F-O-U-R, not that, the number four. So search the number four spirit. There, somebody's. Uh, yeah, I you. got it. You got it.
2: I got it. And you're also on Facebook. Same thing. Search for spirit. Yes.
3: Yep.
2: Um, and, and, yeah, these guys are fun. We've done a lot of stuff with them. And, you know, we just got finished with the weekend. that was just crazy wild
0: it was fun. It
2: was. It was fun. We did it a was,
0: good
2: job, I think so. It yeah, and we've had super good reviews. People just loved it, you know. So let's pat ourselves on the back. Sure.
3: Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to start <laughs> listening to some of the audio.
2: I know. I know. And watching the video. Yeah. I, yeah. Soon. We'll. We'll try anyway. <laughs> With our crazy schedules, who knows for sure? But um, yeah. No fun. So. Speaking of our little group, so everyone just applauded for the calling radio show tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And I believe tomorrow Kim and her team, Cat Paranormal, are just going to talk about haunted places that they've been, I guess. So tune in for that. And we have a couple of minutes left. So is there anything you guys want to talk about that we haven't already covered? We've covered kind of a lot of things, but I know there's like a million other questions that we just don't have time to get to
3: so much right right well i mean we we are excited to uh see what comes next year with the minnesota pair connection mm-hmm. uh, what is the pair connection 2023 gonna look like
2: mm-hmm. and uh
3: so we're kind of researching and working on that right now and uh, we're gonna be super excited to start announcing that as soon as we get something put together
2: yep
3: but Absolutely. Uh, so Absolutely. that's that's fun the minnesota pair connection with yourself and, and some of the other teams mm-hmm.
2: um yeah it was a
3: new venture it,
2: it was an adventure i thought the friday night investigation was super fun um a lot of things happened and russ i'm glad you were there because like i said my group had communications with that spirit that said he wanted to cross over right but there was somebody holding him there and i said okay the next group in, there's a guy there. His name is Russ. I'm going to go talk to him. Talk, he'll, he'll be here. So you ask him. And, and he did. And you did. You were able to cross him over.
3: Yes. And during the process of the healing, so to speak, is what we often call it, um, mm-hmm. the little cat balls, and everybody was standing there quiet, but all the cat balls just lit up like crazy yep. during the process. And that's always a sign that the energy is shifting. Yeah. It's moving. You know, and things are happening the way you want it to happen. And the owls yep. were hooting. And the owls started hooting. and
2: <laughs> Yes, there was a lot of owls down there this time. Well, I'm sure they're all there. We just haven't heard them. But, yeah, that was fun for sure. So it was very exciting. And, wow, I think we have to close the show, Heidi. We're almost to the end. Yeah, Pretty soon the it's music is going to come on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we could have went another hour, I'm sure. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah.
2: For sure. So, um, listen, thank you guys for being on. And, you know, we'll have you on again at some point um, because it's fun, you know.
0: It's fun. Thank you. It's a pleasure.
2: So, thank you both. Thank you, you everyone, for joining in tonight and listening. And and, and thank you to all of our troops for your service. And please be safe. Everybody in the chat room, thank you
1: so much for your comments. We had some uh, rolling under comments here through the chat room. Uh, So thanks for joining us and everybody out there, wherever you're listening from. Thanks so much for tuning in. We want to thank Para X for hosting our show once again. We love being here. And Sarge, most amazing producer on the planet. Thanks for pulling it together once again. We just think you are the best. And we'll we'll see everybody next week for our (laughs) Halloween show. Yay!